Heredity. Heredity comes from our DNA. Where does DNA live inside the cell? In the nucleus. Now, do all cells have nucleus or nuclei? No, which ones don't? Say again? Prokaryotes. The word pro means before. Karyo means nucleus, so before the nucleus. Now, we have several different words that we can talk about when we talk about DNA. What does the word chromatin mean? Okay, it's working DNA strands. What does the word chromosome mean? Okay, let me ask you this question. How many of you have ever tried to throw string before? Does it throw very far, Stephanie? No. What do you have to do to string in order to get it to throw? Put a rock on the end or ball it up. Okay, so a chromosome is balled up DNA that's going to be thrown. Where is it going to be thrown to? To another cell. So when a cell decides that it's time to divide into two new cells, the first thing it has to do is duplicate the DNA. So in order to duplicate itself, it needs to be in chromatin form. Form of a chromatin. Wonder Twin Powers. Yeah. So once it's been duplicated, in order to, to travel to the new cell, it needs to ball itself up. And that's where we have the chromosomes. So what is this right here? It's an X. And when you put several of them together like this, what does that mean? These, are, these represent chromosomes. Now, each half is a copy of the other half. Okay, So this half here is a copy of that half. What is each half by itself called? Haploid. No. It's called a chromatid. They're joined together right here by a something called a no. It's in the center, so it would be called a centromere. Now, what do we use to talk to someone at a long distance? And what's the first part of phone? A telephone. What do we use to look at something a long distance away? A telescope. So what do you think is at the end of this? Telomere. And you remember from your cancer lesson, what happens to the telomere every time a cell divides? It gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Now, babies and cancer cells produce something to prevent that from happening. What's it called? Say it again. Telomerase. I'm sorry. You're throwing your voice. <laughs> and I saw, I saw Carol like this, so I figured she was like being a ventriloquist. All right, so when a cell divides, what's going to happen to these chromosomes? They're going to split, and half of it is going to come over 
to this cell, and the other half will come over to this cell. <laughs> That's a, I'm a terrible drawer. Does that make sense to you? Okay. All right, now, what does the word karyotype mean? Okay, so if we, if we take a cell that just happens to be in the process of dividing, where all of the chromosomes are lined up, we can then take each one of those little chromosomes, pluck them out, and put them on a little chart. And so if you have a chart of all of your, all of your chromosomes, that's called a karyotype. Now, on most of us, what are we going to see in the karyotype? What will it look like? Okay, a bunch of little X's. All right. How many, how many bunches will we have? 23? 46. 46, 23. Sounds like a math problem. Okay, 23 pairs for a total of 46. Now, what are you going to see different about Joe, mine, and Anthony's? And Chris's? There's so many boys in this class. I mean, it's amazing. What are they going to have? Instead of X's, they'll have Y's? No. Oh, one pair, one of them will be an X and the other will be a Y. All right. So the 22 pairs that don't change between the two sexes, what are the name of those 22? Autosomal. What are the names of the X and the Y, the ones that change? What do they change with? Sex. So they're called sex linked. So autosomal are the other 22, sex linked, the X and the Y pair. All right, now what is the purpose of DNA? To carry our genetic information. All right, so you can think of it as kind of a computer program. And the cell is an engine or factory that's going to carry out the program. Question? Yes. It's when you organize all the little chromosomes into a nice little chart. Oh, by the way, Sarah Palin, who is she? She's the governor of Alaska. She just gave birth to a baby with Down syndrome. What would that baby's karyotype look like? So one of those chromosome pairs pair number 21, instead of having just two X's, would have three. And that we call that trisomy. Instead of having two pairs, there's three. All right. Oh, when you have two, what's that called? Diploid. All right. Now, what's the purpose of DNA in the first place? Okay, genetic makeup. I heard someone else say genetic code. I heard someone say genetic information. And I just got done saying you can think of the cell as like a computer program or a factory that's going to carry out the DNA code. So the DNA is kind of like a computer program that holds data. But what data? Data for protein synthesis. The purpose of DNA is to carry the information to create the 
the proteins that are going to make us us, or you you. So, protein synthesis is a two-step process. What's the first step? What's the second step? Translation. Now, how many of you have a USB key? If you want to get a program off it to use it, what do you have to do? You have to plug it in, and it has to be copied into the computer's memory, right? All right, well, that's transcription. Now, once it's in the computer's memory, then it can be printed out into a Word document, or you can uh, write emails, or whatever the heck you want to do with it. And that's going to be the translation, where you actually make something with it. What? Transcription, you're making a copy of the data. In this case, it would be the DNA. In this case, it would be the DNA. And then the translation is when you do something with that data, with that copy. All right, so here is a little diagram of DNA replication. So notice how the DNA is normally coiled up. What, what's this shape called? Okay, double helix. And how many of you have ever seen the movie Never Been Kissed? Yeah, do you remember? Do you remember when all when all the nerds go to the dance together? They're dressed as a double helix. All right. So, so it's a double helix, and then that double helix is then coiled in on itself like a ball of yarn. Okay. So it has to unwind itself, and then as it unwinds into two strands, each of those strands is then duplicated into a new strand. That's how it duplicates itself for replication. Now, in order to work to make protein synthesis, it still has to unwind, but instead of having a new strand made, something else is going to be made. What's that something else? The copy is not going to be a new copy of DNA. It's going to be a new copy of something else. RNA. And because the RNA is going to be used for something else, we call it messenger RNA. It's kind of like a go-between. All right, so here is a picture of transcription and translation. So we start off with the DNA. The DNA unwinds, and we make a copy of it called, called messenger RNA. The process of, of making the copy is called transcription. Now, this piece of messenger RNA is now going to go to our factory, our protein factory. In the cell is called a ribosome. Now, as it goes through the ribosome, these little, these little things, what are they? Nucleotides, or, which are made up of nucleic acids. So what does a nucleotide do? What's its job? Okay, well, it will match up with, uh, with transfer RNA. So each of these little guys has is a nucleotide base. What are the four ones for DNA? Okay, so adenine, thymine, cytosine, and guanine. So the adenine matches up with thymine, and the cytosine matches up with guanine. Now, when you make RNA, RNA doesn't have thymine. What does it have instead? Uracil. So instead of so now adenine will match up with uracil. All right, so we still have four letters. 
And what do these letters make up? A code. Okay, they make up a code. And now, in, in regular talking, what do letters make up? Words. words. And then words are strung together to make words. sentences. Now, what was the whole purpose of DNA? What did we say it was? To make proteins. So, in this case, what makes up a protein? Amino acids. So an amino acid, a protein is nothing more than a bunch of amino acids strung together, right? And then it'll coil on itself and whatever else. But it's, at its most basic, it's just a string of amino acids. So what's the purpose of our, of our uh, nucleotides? Okay. So groups of nucleotides will match up with amino acids. How many does it take? How many nucleotides does it take to count for one amino acid? Three. Three. Now, if you have a group of letters that make up one word in English, we'd call that a word. What do we call that? Codon. So how many nucleotides? Three. Three. What's it called? A codon. Because what does it code for? Amino acid. So each codon stands for? One amino acid. So as our, messenger, as our messenger RNA goes through the ribosome, it gets matched up with, what's this called? Well, these three are a codon. These three are a codon. They're matching up with, not yet. They're matching up to a transfer RNA. That transfer RNA is connected to an amino acid. So you can see there's two transfer RNAs right here, which are being bonded together by the ribosome. I'm losing you, aren't I? Okay. Hmm. All right, I guess I'm going to have to rely on my expert drawings, drawing skills. Say again? Three. Well, messenger transfer. No. Two. Okay. All right. So over here we have our. Double helix. Therefore, it is. DNA. All right. So what's the first thing we're going to do to our DNA? Unwind it. As it begins to unwind, we are going to make a copy, and that copy is going to be called messenger RNA. All right. I need more colors. All right, so here's our messenger RNA. On this messenger RNA, it's made up of nucleotides. Now, every group of three nucleotides is called a codon. Now, as this thing moves through the ribosome, each codon is going to be matched up to a, a not an amino acid, a transfer RNA. Now, transfer transfer RNA is made up of three matching 
nucleotides. And attached to that is going to be an amino acid. Where do they come from? They already exist. Say again? Who, who said some? No question. They've already been made by, they've, they're already made existing. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a chicken and egg question. Yeah, yeah. They already existed inside the embryo. Yeah, yeah. All right. Question. You're talking about amino acids? No, she was talking about transfer RNA. Okay, this is, this is messenger RNA. This, this right here is messenger. This right here is transfer RNA. And this thing right here is an amino acid. Now, is that messenger RNA strand going through a ribosome? Yes. Or is it connected via? Right. It's going to go through it. Okay, so, so let's imagine that this one right here is AAT. There is no T, AAU. AAU is going to match up to UUA. And that's going, to, that's going to correspond to, let's say, tyrosine. Then the next codon, let's say that is CG. T is going to match up to GGA. No, there is, there is no T. U, yeah, match up to, C, to GCA. And let's say that that one is lysine. Now, I'm lying, making this up. They really, we really do know which one's code to what, but I don't care, and you shouldn't either. But you do need to know the concepts. All right, so what's going to happen? In the rib this whole area is in the ribosome. Got it? Now, in the ribosome, there's a welder. And it's going to weld the two amino acids together. Now, what is, that, what is this bond called? A peptide bond. So the basic process. We start off with a double strand of DNA. What, what's the first step? Unwind. What's the next step? Copy to what? Copy to, copy to messenger RNA. What's the next step after that? Messenger RNA goes to a ribosome. Now, in the ribosome, it's going each codon, which is how many? With each codon, which is so what do you mean the messenger RNA is going into the ribosome. The messenger RNA is going to go through the. It's like it's like it's like a tunnel. It's like think of it as yeah, it's a tunnel. And in this tunnel, in this tunnel, there's like it's like an assembly line. 
And things are going to happen in that assembly line. Okay, so the ribosome is a tunnel assembly line. In the assembly line, each codon, which, which is three what? Three nucleotides, is going to match up to one transfer RNA. Yeah, so three nucleotides is one codon. And that's going to match up to a transfer RNA, which just so happens to be made up of three nucleotides. Okay, so in the tunnel, in, in the tunnel, in the assembly line tunnel, each messenger RNA codon, three nucleotides, matches up with three transfer RNA. Right, Trans, transfer RNA is made up of three nucleotides. Now, transfer RNA, transfer RNA comes to the party with an amino acid attached. Ooh. One, one transfer RNA, which has three nucleotides. Okay, one more time. Okay, the codon, which belongs to the messenger RNA, matches up to a transfer RNA, which has an amino acid on it. Now, when you get multiple transfer RNAs together that all have amino acids on them, they get welded together by the ribosome. You're right, the assembly line, the tunnel. The tunnel has welders inside of it. Yes. So here's what's going to happen. All right. How many of you have ever heard the story of Cinderella? Okay, at the end of Cinderella, what does the prince do? He takes a shoe. And what does he do with the shoe? He tries it on all of these girls' feet, much like Al Bundy. When he finds the foot that fits his shoe, he marries it. All right. Mary marries the girl that it belongs to. <laughs> now, what happens is, in the, in the ribosome, this codon will only accept this particular transfer RNA. So what happens is the ribosome goes, does that one work? No. Does that one work? No. Does that one work? No. Does it? Oh, this one fits. When it finds the one that fits, it binds them together. Then it goes to the next one. And it does the same thing. Does this one fit? No. Does this one fit? Does this one fit? Ah. When you've got two bound together, the amino acids that are attached get welded. No, the messenger RNA is connected. The transfers are not connected except up here. Right. Then once this passes through the, the ribosome, these bonds get chopped off. And so what you're left with is a chain of amino acids. Nowhere for now. <laughs> That's all we care about for now. <laughs> okay. But if you must know, it'll go to a Golgi body. Now, um, hmm. Okay. All right, good. Okay, so we have, we have our chain of amino acids. That's where our story ends. If you want to know more, go take cell bio. Or just read your book, because I'm sure it's in there, too. <laughs> All right. Any questions?
step one. Unwind the DNA. Step two. Make a copy. That copy is called messenger RNA. The messenger RNA will travel to the ribosome. In the ribosome, each codon will be tried with different types of transfer. When you find a match, they connect. Then you go to the next set. And when they connect, you've got, now you've got two amino acids next to each other. And the ribosome welds them together. And then chops off the tRNA. So what's the end result? A chain of amino acids. Perfect. Now, let me ask you this question. If you have, let's say, let's say you have this sequence right here. Now, if this one gets switched by accident, there's an error. Because, you know, not, no one's perfect. And so instead of being a G, this becomes an A. What's going to happen to that to this amino acid? It's going to be the wrong one, right? Now, is that going to screw up the entire protein? It might, it might not. We don't know. But you, is it going to affect all of the other proteins or amino acids? No. This is what we call a substitution. Now, what would happen if this one gets deleted altogether? Then it sh everything shifts down one. Is that going to really screw everything up? Yes, everything after that one is going to be completely wrong. That's called, an in that's called a deletion. Now, what happens if we insert a strand of extra DNA in here? An extra strand of DNA. So instead of, instead of just having one thing, you've got like a five or six or a hundred extra things. That would be called an, an insertion. So what might insert itself into your DNA? A virus, like HIV. Epstein-Barr. Now, by the way, this insertion is partly how 